Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Okay, we're, we're already recording. Okay, I'll just I'll edit this part out. All right, so here we go in three, two, one, go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Canter Podcast. Missy McCain-Ball joins me again today. She was on uh, an earlier episode and got a ton of positive feedback, which, of course, both of us really appreciated. And then we, we realized that we could do a little more with the, the information uh, that, that she released. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Missy is a former figure competitor and the last podcast we, we discussed, um, basically how she got into, into strength training and how helping others in a similar situation and meeting kind of meeting people where they are and helping them and realizing how much uh, exercise and strength training can really help you find yourself and how it can get you through um, all sorts of different aspects in your life. It's not just about the physical, but that is a very big part of it. So um, recently she did a, a balance fitness women's strength training seminar and balance fitness is where she trains and where I'm a part owner. So we wanted to, I, I thought it'd be a good idea to share some of that. Those of you who maybe have listened to her uh, in the past or who've thought about getting into strength training. So, um, Missy, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks. Absolutely. I'm glad you're here. I know it's been kind of a whirlwind to get you back on, so um, we're going to make the most of it, I think. Uh, just give a little bit of a background about yourself uh, for, for people who didn't listen to the last one. Um, okay. I've been strength training, weightlifting for probably about 17 years. Um, I competed 2000 to like 2004-ish, I guess. I um, qualified and competed nationally and um, just ever since then. I mean, I was done competing after that last one in 2004 and I've just been doing it ever since just because I just, I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. It's who I am. Yeah. It's it's the passion part of it. I think that really just gets people. Once you once you start seeing the results, then you can't help but become passionate about it. So, um, tell us a little bit about the Balance Fitness Women's Strength Training Seminar and why. Um, well, let's just talk about what it is first, and then we can kind of get into uh, what you discussed. Okay. Um, well, it was kind of based for those women at the gym who are don't know what they're doing in the weight room or are kind of stuck in the machine room and scared of the free weights um, or intimidated to be in there. Like, I just felt like it was super important to bring women in, explain what they should be doing or could be doing and to make them feel more comfortable there so that they weren't afraid to go in and that they would know other women there so that when they're there, they're not feeling so alone. Because it can be yeah. kind of intimidating feeling like you're the only woman in a room full of men and I just wanted to feel more empowered like they could own that space just as much as anybody else 
so how did you how did you come to real you know you've been training for so long how did you just learn that space i, I don't know honestly i <laughs> i think it's it comes with time for sure because i yeah. can remember standing like i didn't well i mean i was for all intents and purposes dragged off the treadmill over there at one point i think so i guess that's what i'm trying to do for them i want to see the person dragging them um, because you know, if they're if they're coming to the class, there's certainly some type of interest there. No matter what their goal is, even if it's just to look better, it's there's so many other things that they're going to get from it. But I don't. I think it just took time for me, I guess. And having someone, like I said, the person that drug me off the treadmill over to there, knowing that she was there on the days that I was going to be there, or at least some of the days, um, made me feel more comfortable for sure. Like I had somebody that was who paid, had an interest or cared a little bit who would be there if I had a question or wasn't looking at me like I didn't know what I was doing or helping me when I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And unfortunately, not everybody, <clears throat> excuse me, not everybody has, you know, somebody to, to drag them into that, into that realm or off the cardio or to help them out. So you mentioned other, um, other benefits besides just looking good. Talk a little more about that. Um, let's see there's so many one i always say is that life is just easier when you're stronger i mean if you can change your own tires and carry your own groceries and carry your kids around like it just makes everything easier um the more muscle you have the more calories you're burning all day long so you know for the people who are in desperate need of wanting to lose weight or to look better i mean i think that a lot of people their ultimate goal is to look better but um mm -hmm. having the more muscle burns more calories. Um, it gives your body shape, the shape that people are looking to have. Um, it increases your bone density, which is a huge benefit for us women. Um, it increases your metabolism. It reduces blood pressure, helps with cholesterol levels, um, balances your blood sugars. So many, so many. Your mental health, it releases endorphins. It makes you feel better when you have accomplished something there. Um, you're proud of yourself. The benefits are endless. Yeah, they really are. It's, and I think finding your, your why, because I guess a lot of people who, who walk in the weight room, they automatically think, well, I'm here just to improve, you know, how I look physically. But for someone who's really intimidated to start, especially a, a female going down the line and realizing that strength training is beneficial because of, you know, those 10 to 12 reasons that, that you listed and it doesn't right. have you know, it doesn't have to be the same kind of workout every time. It doesn't have to be hard, go hard and go home kind of uh, attitude. It can be, you know, it can be super simple. And right. as long as, as long as you know why you're doing it and you can pick, you know, a handful of those things, because even if you don't measure them on a regular basis, you know, your blood pressure will, or your, your cholesterol levels will improve. Um, and over time, you know, if you got your diet dialed in, hint, hint, you, you will, right you will see improved body composition. So, you know, going, going, I think going into it, knowing those things is you're halfway over the hurdle, right? Right. I mean, I would think, I would think that that would be motivation enough to at least start to give it a try to yeah. get started and you've given it a try. Hopefully it becomes enough of a routine and you see the benefits, some of those benefits that it, you make it a lifelong you know, there, as long as you don't see if there's an end in sight, like I can stop on this day, like you realize right. it's like forever, I like brushing your teeth. You don't wake up like, well, in 10 weeks, I don't have to brush my teeth anymore. Like, no, it's just part of being healthy. <laughs> it's be part of your life. 
Yeah, no, that's a pretty, pretty good analogy, especially since I just got back from the dentist today. So, um, so let, let's talk a little bit more and you can get as specific as you want to with it. What's the best workout to do for someone who wants to get started? If, if somebody is just, if you're pulling that person off of the elliptical, where do you head them? Um, well, one thing I always say too, is whatever you're willing to do is the best place to start. Because if you're going to, as long as you're in there and you're doing it to start, that's perfect. Whatever you're comfortable doing, get started, get in there and get comfortable. And then we can work on other things. Um, but another big thing of mine is too, is, I, and again, not saying anything negative about the machines. They serve a purpose. They're really good for somebody who has honestly never, ever stepped into a gym and doesn't even know what muscle they're really working. Like if you can use the machines to focus in on, okay, when, I, when I'm doing biceps, this is what's working, this is what's contracting and relaxing, that's a perfect place to start and learn those things. But at the same time, I feel like people get in there in that machine room and they get stuck for all of eternity and we never see them again. So I'm always encouraging the women especially, because with men it's not such a big deal, um, to get out and get under the free weights, to get under a barbell, it's just, there's, it's incomparable to be under a barbell versus the machines, especially somebody for me who's small. Those machines aren't made for me. My body mechanics aren't working the way they necessarily should be in a machine because it just doesn't fit me most of the time. Um, so with that being said, lots of people are scared of the barbell. And when you're starting, it might be too heavy for you, especially depending on your weight and your size. Um, so body weight stuff to start is really good too. I mean, just Practicing your form with no weights on you, doing squats, doing push-ups, um, those things are important to start and you to learn the form that you need. But then grab a, grab a dumbbell. You can do everything with a dumbbell to work yourself up to a barbell. Um, and I think that another thing that I think is important, too, a lot of times you'll read and there's always conflicting scientific research and new stuff coming out. But um, I don't. I think when somebody's new and starting, when they're in that rep range of like the 10 to 12 rep range, that's good. I mean, it's not saying that it's bad, but when you're new, you're going to see strength increases faster than somebody say like me. I mean, I always right. like going into a tanning bed. You don't jump in a tanning bed for the first time and go in there for an hour. You have to work your way up. So when you're when you're new, you're going to see those strength increases faster than me who's been doing it forever because my muscles are used to it. Right. And your neurological getting used to it and learning and figuring things out. Um. So you can you can get the dumbbells and you can still make it simple. Don't don't think you have to memorize 20 exercises. Go in there and do body weight push-ups and then do squats and then grab some dumbbells and overhead press and you're done. Walk out. Don't kill yourself in there in the first three weeks or you're not going to ever come back. Take it slow. Learn the form. Um, use the dumbbells and ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Anybody in there is willing to help. Um, so important point, because I'm talking fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> form is because if you learn it wrong to begin with, it's so much harder to relearn something. Once, you, once you've learned it and it's stuck in there it's so much harder to unlearn it i learned a deadlift wrong and it's taking forever to unlearn to deadlift correctly um go slow lots of people and especially 
and I don't want to keep generalizing, but, you know, guys get in there and they want to grab the biggest weight they can and just see how fast they can move it around. And that's, right. so go slow, take the time to contract and relax and move a reasonable weight that's for you. And you'll work your way up to the big ones eventually. But if you're not doing it correctly, you're wasting your time. Um, and I think another thing that people who are newer to it get stuck in is not progressing the you get the overall the progressive overload like you have to either add reps in or you have to go up and wait everyone is newer people want to get stuck where they are they get comfortable they i can over you know i can press these dumbbells now for 10 reps and and they just keep staying there for weeks after weeks after weeks like even if you can't go up and the next week you're going up to you can only get three reps great get those three reps with good form and then drop it down to your other weight and get you that progressive overload is essential to make progress you can't be scared to go up and wait and so many i mean a lot of these girls in here now that i'm helping and working with i mean like libby at the gym she was squatting just the bar and telling me like I, i'm not i don't have good balance i can't balance it i mean i have her she was doing 155 this week like we've got 25 pound plates on there and three weeks ago she was doing nothing and actually saying that she could barely stand up like you're increasing your strength your neurological system is figuring out how to balance I see moms climbing the bleachers with kids strapped to them and coolers strapped to them and chairs. You can do it. I promise you can do it. You're doing it on a daily basis. Don't let the barbell scare you. It's not heavier than what you're carrying around or walking up bleachers with right now. Yeah, it's just different, right? Right. right. And it's only going to help that, that person uh, do the things that they're already doing. So I want to cycle back to the machines because you brought up a good point. And I'm a huge... Um, fan of, of machine use. I think the biggest problem when people first get started is, okay, well, number one, you know, I think, and maybe you can attest to this. Most women think that once they start touching a machine or a dumbbell or something that are automatically going to turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, hypertrophy training, it, it happens on purpose. Like there's a specific, uh, tempo, specific weights, reps, sets that you're doing to diet a hundred percent so that's it's that's not that's not it didn't just happen out of nowhere like there is testosterone you have to think of there's you know you're you're planning everything out to a t if you go through a a circuit on the machines i think the biggest mistake people make um because i, I truly believe that if people just stuck with stuck with machines they could get a, a ton of benefits but they don't push themselves that hard it takes a lot of work but i think right. the big thing is you know, it keeps you extremely safe. You're in a controlled setting. You're getting targeted um, muscle direction. So the exercise is, is targeting the direct muscle that you're working. And, it, but the issue is when people go in, they, they set the weight at, you know, let's say 20 pounds for a chest press. And they just, like you said, they get used to that, that 20 pounds. Never well, I'm still doing 20 pounds for 15 repetitions. Awesome. If you can get 15 repetitions, then bump the weight up five pounds and see if you can get 15 repetitions. If you can't, great. That's actually a good thing. I think that's another thing that right. needs to be stressed is that's a good thing that you can't get to it. If you can only get eight, stick with that until you get to 15 repetitions and then move to the next weight. But, but again, you know, there, there, there's a, like you said, you, you have to move slow. When in doubt, move slower. I always say that to people. Um, I think a really good pace to set for most people would be like, um, 
like a two to three second um, positive pay, uh, phase. So when you're moving the weight away from you, for instance, um, I'm just thinking with the, the chest press or like a leg press, any of the machines, and then a little bit slower moving back, focus on negative because we're a little bit stronger in the negative position. So those things I think are very important. Say it again. People don't understand how important that negative part is. No, they don't. And that, right. And that, that's huge. It isn't what you want to do. Yeah. So, so I think, I think, I think machines are a great place to start and they do help you um, get your, you know, you mentioned the neuro, neuropathical, um, the neuro pathway, which is huge. So you get your central nervous system activated um, for sure. And you learn to, to manage weight uh, and, and to be under load. You understand what that feels like. So when you do feel like progressing to a barbell or a dumbbell, then you're going to have a little bit more control. Is it going to feel different? hundred percent. Absolutely. It will. And guess what? Just like the machines felt funny, the, the dumbbells are going to feel funny and then they're going to become like second nature. Right. So right. And I always tell the girls too at the gym, like this is one of the only sports where failing is your goal. Like if yeah. you, when you fail, that's what you want to do. We're all here to fail. So yeah. if you get to fail, you have succeeded. <laughs> right. That's so true. So, okay. So let's say, you know, you got that person off and you, the, the treadmill chronic cardio person, and you have them, you know, starting to lift some weights. Can you give us a, what are your thoughts on getting them started as far as how many exercises, how many sets and how many reps just in, in general, let's, let's say the person is healthy and, you know, wanting to get started. Um, I mean, I think for sure when you're starting out, it needs to be like a full body um, split, not where your, your muscles aren't ready to say, just focus on shoulders for a day. Um, so doing a full body split three days a week, say, and you can split up your, you can split up your upper body and your lower body too. You just want to make sure you've got two days between working the same body part. And I think that even just one exercise per body part for your upper body and then doing three sets. Like I said in the beginning, you don't want to go in full throttle and kill yourself. And then two weeks later, you're like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. It's like, build it up, take your time and build it up. And you, eventually you're going to get to the point where you can spend 45 minutes just lifting shoulders, but it's going to take time. You can't go in there on the first day and think you can do that. Right. Um, so one to two exercises per, excuse me, per body part, three sets and I like I said I think that in the beginning a good, a good rep range the lower that your rep range like eight you're going to see progress it's I don't necessarily think you need to be in the high rep range especially if you're weak because if you're only you can only press five pounds of your head say 12 to 15 times what if you could grab the 15 pounds and press them like five to eight times? I mean, that's a significant increase in weight that you're moving and you're going to, you're going to see some progress fast. Um, and another thing with women is if you're going in and you're three weeks in the gym and you think you're going to look like a fitness model, like you, <laughs> the goals need to be strength. Like I think you need to focus on that being your goal is watching your strength increase and being proud of that part. And the rest is going to come with it. Yep. Yep, exactly. I think um, I think you hit it on the head there. That eight to fifteen rep range is is kind of the sweet spot for strength. 
I, I think. Now, the overload is definitely part of it. And I would even scale back um, the, the sets right away. I mean, there, there are a ton, there's a ton of research out there um, that gives example of doing one to two sets and there's not being very much um, difference in terms of how much strength a person um, gets between one and two sets, depending on the weight they're using. So I think that, you know, so, so, but basically what I'm saying is, you know, three sets is great, but if that seems too intimidating, there's nothing wrong with doing one set to get started hundred percent. So with that being said, um, talk a little bit about effort because, you know, if you're doing one to three sets, um, and it seems pretty easy, okay, I get it for like the first few weeks, but if you do want to make progress and get some more uh, physical benefits out of it, what does your effort look like? It's, it's, it's not supposed to be easy. I mean, you're not supposed to be able to just pick these weights up and move them around and be done. You need, it needs to be something you have to think about, you know, like, especially on those like last one to two reps in your set, it to be, your brain needs to be thinking, I have to concentrate to move this weight. It should not be easy. You need to be putting forth an effort and be able to have to think about it. Like if you can have a conversation on your last two reps, you can probably be either one, increasing the number of reps you're doing, or two, going up in the weight that you're using under with proper form. That being right. said, with proper form. Right. Yeah, pr- proper form. Th- that's a blanket statement. If you lose form, no matter if it's the first rep or the last rep, you're either doing too much weight or you're moving too fast. So, right. so scale, so, so scale things back. Always stick with form first. If you lose form, getting the last couple reps uh, out of a set doesn't mean anything because you're just you're overall improperly training your body, and you're going to get injured eventually. It's going to happen. Right, um, and I mean you're not even using the muscle you're intending to use at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you got yeah everything else. Yeah, especially like the first thing that comes to mind for me, and I see it a lot, is when somebody's doing a bench press, and all of a sudden, like their lower half of the body is just squirming all around, and one leg's in the air, and their body, upper body, starting to to shift. It's like, okay, great, you've got you know X amount of weight on the bar, but what you're gonna break your back, son? Like, <laughs> you know, it's a you see that. I think you probably see it a lot too, but. Always stick with form first and, um, and focus on that. And then, you know, worry about weight later. Right. Correct. So, so, so you mentioned, yeah, the, Oh, like, go ahead. Don't talk to you. I say, just don't, don't let your ego dictate what you're doing. Ooh, yeah. Ego leads to injury for sure. Yeah. So you mentioned rest earlier also. And I think I, I harp on people getting enough rest between workouts a lot, but what's your take on it? Why do you think it's so important? I mean, that's, that's when you're building the muscle that a lot of people think that in the gym is when you're building it, but it's when you're resting, yep. when, when you're, when you're sleeping, when you're fueling it with good food, that's when that muscle is growing and building. You're tearing it down in the gym and the rest period is where it's heal, healing and building. Um, so you have to make sure that you're giving it the proper rest so it can build or you're just eating, you're, you're losing all the progress that you're trying to make. Yep. That's I, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't say it any better. The, the whole point of, of the rest is because you, when you train, you're sending signals to your body that it needs to adapt because your body thinks, holy crap, like this is very hard. And if it happens again, I need to be prepared for it. So if you right. don't keep, especially if you're focusing on different muscle groups, but even do like a full body workout, you shouldn't go back the next day and do it again. You know, you might right. be able to get away with it for a little while, 
but a couple things are going to happen if you keep going, uh, training the same muscle groups or keep doing the same exercises. Number one, your body's going to stop responding. I mean, that, that's it. And then you're going to lead to overuse and injury. And then you're going to be sidelined okay. for, for a long time. So getting the proper rest in is just as important. Don't think that, you know, you're, you're, you're taking time off and, and it's a, a punishment. I think a lot of people think that taking rest, they, they view it as like almost as a punishment. And that's not, right. that's not true. You create an overload, let your body adapt, let your body receive the signals that you worked so hard for and let it adapt and then go back and do it again uh, a couple of days later. And um, I think, yeah. you know, like you said, that the sleep, nutrition, especially, and sleep gets overlooked. I mean, especially in our, in our stupid, busy lives, everybody's like, oh, you can sleep when you're dead. You don't need as much sleep as you think. And tell you what, man, if, you, if you're training hard and you can get extra sleep and, you know, if you, if you feel beat down, then take the extra rest, you know, try to aim right. for that night. If you can get 10 hours of actual solid sleep in, then go for it. I mean, it's, it's going to pay off in the long run. Uh, 10 hours. I don't even know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking like, Hmm, I was trying to think like, Oh, I, I get a good seven to eight, but 10 hours, it might be a little stretched. Maybe on my, maybe like my Sundays, I get like 10 hours, but that's about it. But I know for sure when I train, um, I mean, I, you know, if I do, if I do, I've been doing kind of a, a back to like a, a push day and a pull day uh, recently. And, you know, I take that the day rest in between and I can, I can tell a huge difference when I come back to the the next workout and hit it again. You know, I know if I did yeah. that back days, I would be cooked. And then after a couple of weeks, right. I know I wouldn't see any progress and I wouldn't feel good. And then it takes a lot for the, the body to overtrain and, um, you know, like, to actually, or I'm not, I'm not talking about just, you know, doing it back to back days and all of a sudden people think, Oh, you're overtraining. I'm talking like, you know, signs and symptoms of, of, of physical and mental depression. And like, there's a lot that goes into physical overtraining. But yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, so just make sure you're getting your rest. Don't overdo it, especially when you're starting out, you'll learn how to, how to, um, you know, navigate and how you feel, especially when you get your nutrition dialed in. So um, anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just think that, it, you know, when you're starting out, you're super gung ho and you want to see these results and you got to for sure take it slow. It's, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. This is a, like we said before, a lifelong journey that there yeah. isn't an end to. Take your yeah. time. But I think that, you know, seasoned weightlifters are the same way. Like we want to, we don't want to take a break because like you said, we feel like it's a punishment. It, whether you've been doing it for a long time or you've just started, there's different reasons why you want to go and go and go, but you have to rest. You've got to take the break even when you don't want to. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so with that, I think, uh, I think that's a good stopping point. Uh, if people have questions, comments, concerns for you, where's the best place to reach you? Um, always they can send me any messages on my Instagram page and, um, or email me is totally fine too. Um, there's an email link on my Instagram page, but then just, um, missymccain at yahoo.com is, uh, will get to me for sure. Happy to answer anything. Happy to, I have husbands reaching out to me to get advice for their wives. Anybody, I'm happy to help anybody answer any questions. Awesome. And I think, I think everybody that, um, 
what Missy and I are going to do is make this a monthly podcast. And I think the next podcast we're going to do is we're going to go a little bit more in depth, maybe for the people who are um, not so new to strength training and maybe some, uh, some novice and advanced uh, tips for, let's say, doing like a back workout or a chest workout or something like that, or maybe going over like Missy's favorite workout or something. So uh, keep a lookout for that. That'll be released uh, later in, let's see, I think it'll be later in June. But, uh, and then we're going to make it a habit. And, you know, all, all kind of questions, comments, concerns that you can you send to Missy, she'll relay to me. And, uh, and, like, and likewise. Yeah. So, perfect. okay. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I think, I think we're good. <laughs> so yeah. Missy, thank, thanks again. It was a pleasure having you back on and uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. So we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show, get in touch with Eric on any social media platform at Eric Feigl or email fcp at ericfeigl.com. Make sure to check back every Tuesday and Thursday for more fitness candor.